Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Did you ever want to be arrest for the murder of William Law, who was the gas station attendant? But you're wrong. From NBI Studios, this is Truth and Justice, a crowdsourced investigation in real time. I'm Bob Ruff. What you just heard was the first positive ruling that Jamie Snow has heard from any judge connected to his case since 1999. 22 years after his arrest for the murder of Bill Little, Jamie continues to fight for his freedom and to clear his name. And in today's episode, he's here with me to explain to you what you just heard and to update you on the progress of his case. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that you did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Say goodbye to the dish and hello to Skystream, the new way to get Sky over Wi-Fi. So you can get unmissable Sky shows like The Last of Us and Succession, as well as Netflix and Discovery Plus, and loads more, all in one subscription for £26 a month. Oh, and next day delivery with no upfront fee. Skystream. TV simplified. Head to sky.com. Requires Skystream and broadband minimum speed 10 megabits per second. 18 month minimum term. Cut off time supply for next day delivery. Excludes bank holiday. 18 plus terms apply. Jamie Snow was the subject of season seven of Truth and Justice. If you didn't listen to season seven yet, you really should. But here's the Reader's Digest version of the case, in case you haven't listened to it or just as a refresher if you have. On Easter Sunday in 1991, 18-year-old Bill Little was working as a gas station attendant at a Clark gas station in Bloomington, Illinois. That night, someone walked into the very tiny gas station, and for some reason, Bill knew something was wrong. He triggered the silent alarm system with a hidden button. We know that a few minutes passed after he pushed the button before the robber shot Bill in the chest, killing him almost instantly. At the moment of the gunfire, a neighbor, Danny Martinez, happened to be in the parking lot putting air in his tires. 
The shots startled him. He says that he thought his car was backfiring, but he took a few steps towards the gas station and then turned back towards his car and then repeated the process, not sure what to do in the moment. And right then, across the street was a Bloomington police officer who had responded to the silent alarm. He witnessed Martinez's indecisive movements from across the street. Danny would later tell police that he actually saw the killer walk out of the station after he heard the shots, and that's why he kept turning back and forth. This killing was completely senseless. The killer escaped with the cash register drawer that contained less than $100. And at first, the investigation looked promising. Police had Martinez as an eyewitness, and there was a young boy named Carlos Luna who was watching everything happen through a window from across the street. But things fell apart for the lead detective, Charles Crow pretty quickly when he brought in his suspects and put them in a lineup for Martinez. But Danny wasn't able to identify the man that he saw running out of the gas station. Jamie Snow was one of those suspects. And not just once, but multiple times, Martinez saw Jamie in lineups and never once identified him as the man from the gas station. Snow at one point even agreed to take a polygraph test to get the investigators to leave him alone. And when he took it, he passed. And then years went by and the case went cold. And in 1997, Detective Crow finally retired and a pair of brand new detectives took on the cold case. They were determined to close the case and make a name for themselves. Detectives Dan Katz and Rick Bark suddenly, now, eight years after the murder, made massive leaps forward in the investigation. Jailhouse snitches came out of the woodwork, claiming that they had heard Jamie confess. Danny Martinez suddenly now was able to positively ID Jamie. And even young Carlos Luna, not so young anymore, was able to positively ID Jamie through a window across the street, nearly a football field away from the crime scene at night. So in 1999, Jamie was arrested for the murder of Bill Little. And his trial reads like a choose-your-own-adventure story. Even the prosecutor told the jury that they should ignore the fact that all the witnesses and snitches that they had seen were all telling not only different, but conflicting stories. The jury was told, just pick out the parts that do fit together and forget the rest. That's apparently exactly what they did, because Jamie was ultimately convicted and has been fighting for his freedom ever since. There's obviously a lot more to the story. Jamie's public defender was later disbarred and sent to prison. The first cop on the scene that night is currently serving a 440-year prison sentence himself, and Jamie's supposed accomplice was actually acquitted at her trial. That jury didn't believe that Jamie and her were involved at all. And through our investigation on the show, we were even able to piece together a series of connections that brought a whole new suspect into the case. And there's much, much, much more. You just have to listen to Season 7 to get all those details. But for today, you're going to get to hear from Jamie himself. I want to apologize up front for any lack of audio quality. We actually had a really difficult time getting this call arranged to begin with. Thanks to Tam Alex, we were able to get it done. But unfortunately, Jamie only had 20 minutes for the first call. Then when he called back, he had a hard out about 10 minutes later. But nevertheless, we had a great conversation. It was great to hear from Jamie and catch up with him. So, without any further ado, here he is. 
How's it going, Jamie? What's going on, Bob? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Freezing up here. Probably freezing there, too, huh? Uh, yeah, man. It's, uh, it's a little cold, but I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> I would rather have the, uh, the cold than, uh, uh, than the heat, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm sure you guys probably, like most prisons, don't have air conditioning. No, no, not the ones in Illinois. Yeah, Texas is the same way. The guys down there always say they, they hate the summertime. You know, I always thought that them southern states would have uh, air, but I guess not, huh? <laughs> not not for the prisoners. What you know? What does it matter if they're comfortable? Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that ought to be cruel and inhumane punishment. <laughs> right, right. So how you been, bud? It's been a little while since I talked to you. I know we've got some updates in the case, and we just got through Thanksgiving. I want to hear about your nachos. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't able to uh, to do them this year. I guess uh, the uh, uh, what do you call that? The the supply chain uh, breakdown, you know, out there is, is reaching us too. So, oh, wow, you know, couldn't get no Dorit, you know, couldn't get no. Uh, no nacho chips, couldn't get any, uh, no cheese, and so I just had to make some burritos this year. Oh, that's a that's a bummer. Did you make up some pretty good burritos? Yeah, you know what? They weren't too bad. It's, uh, you know, they got these steam pipes here, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when they turn the heat on, the, uh, the steam pipes aren't wrapped, right? So you can just, you know, you roll your burritos up, you know, you get everything you're going to put in them. And, uh, you put them in a, in a, a potato chip bag and, uh, you put them on them steam pipes and, you know, put some butter on them before you put them on. And man, I'm going to tell you what, they come out, they're golden brown. Like they just came out of, uh, you know, deep <laughs> no fried or Yeah, they turned out good. <laughs> it, you know, some of the innovations you guys have just absolutely amaze me. I mean, man, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta figure out, uh, you got to figure out ways to make it, uh, you know, as as as, uh, as livable as possible, man. You know, sure. So, but you know, we went to commissary today, so I was able to get me some uh, some nacho chips today, and I did get me some cheese today, and uh, so I will definitely be making some nachos for uh, for Christmas. Christmas nachos, that's good. Yep, definitely. So. Tell me about, I want to get into and how you're doing in general here in a little bit, but, but first of all, you, I mean, there's been some major developments in your case. I, I updated the audience a little while back. I was in a Zoom hearing, or I was watching via Zoom, uh, where you were you had filed a motion to try to get some more documents that the state had been withholding, and you, you, just, you just had a ruling. There's been some movement, so can you kind of update everybody on, and you can explain it better than me. As far as what that what that hearing was for, and what the ruling is, and what it could mean for you going forward. Well, uh, we we had filed a, a motion for discovery uh, to get all of the documents surrounding the forensic testing that we're we're trying to get done, and uh, you know we wanted to know what what they recovered, what has been tested, where everything is at. And the judge issued a subpoena for that. And, uh, you know, instead of, I guess, them just going through and pulling out the forensic, you know, documents, you know, they just did basically a document dump uh, on, on my attorneys. And, and it turned out that there was, you know, almost 8,000 pages of documents that we had never seen before. 
So, you know, we, we went in there and, and my lawyers were like, okay, well now wait a minute, you know, uh, you know, we want, we want all this stuff, you know, because, you know, there's going to come a, a point in time when the state is going to argue against, you know, trying to let us do the forensic testing. Mm-hmm. And basically my lawyers were like, you know, listen, we, we need uh, these, these documents uh, to be able to, uh, you know, defend against this motion to dismiss that we know is coming. And uh, man, you know, I, 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 I wish I could have bottled up the feelings and, and, and everything that transpired in that in that court that day, Bob, when the, when the judge ruled in, in, in our favor and, and, and told the state they had to turn that over because, man, it was the it was the greatest feeling after 22 years of this to finally have a judge give me a positive ruling. You know, and he turned it over. He told them to turn it over. And uh, they just turned it over to my attorneys. And now they're they're trying to figure out how uh, they're gonna they're gonna make it available for me to go through it, and you know we're gonna go through that, and and then we're gonna you know we're gonna figure out what's in there, and then we're gonna going to uh, move forward with the forensic motion. So it was unbelievable, man. I mean, unbelievable. You you haven't really gotten a win in that in that courtroom and. Well, at all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, the, the forensic motion has been pending for quite some time now. We've been through, uh, I don't know, I, I think Tammy would probably have better records than I do. But I mean, we've been through, I think, three judges now while it's been pending and, and, and trying to work this through. Right. That, that's what I was thinking of, that you guys are, you were trying to do testing for a long the time. The new judge that we've got now, though, man, he's, he's really uh, pushing it, you know, he's, he's pushing it to, to make it through, you know. Well, that's good. Can, can you explain a little, I'm a little confused. So you said that when you asked for the documents for forensic testing, that they dumped 8,000 some pages on your attorneys, but then the attorneys were fighting to get those docs, were they, did they, did they have them, but they weren't allowed to use them? Or I'm a little confused about that. No, we never had them. Oh, okay. That's the thing. We, we, when when I went to trial back in 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 1999 or 2000 2001, they they gave us a total of uh, 900 less, less than a thousand pages. Mm-hmm. So when when we filed this motion for uh, 
forensic testing, you know, they they did this document dump, you know, and, and it was, uh, you know, they dumped 8,000 pages on them, you know, and they were like, wait a minute, hold up, you know, it was surprising to them as well, they didn't even know it, and, uh, you know, of course, the state then was like, well, wait a minute, you know, we don't want to give it to them, and <laughs> My lawyer's like, no, the cat's out the bag now. You're going to have to turn it over, you know, and, and the judge signed it with us. Okay, that, I get it. So they, they had produced them, the, but didn't want to hand them over, and that's what the the motion was for. You know, what's really crazy, right, is had they have just been, you know what, guys, in the interest of justice and doing the right thing, we're, we're going to let you just, you know, uh, uh, test whatever you want to test. Do whatever the testing you want to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We would have never known that there was 8,000 pages of documents that hadn't been turned over. But since they, they wanted to fight it, and we had to issue subpoenas and all that legal wrangling was going on, is how we found out about it. So I guess I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad they fought it, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, because that could open up a whole other window for you for your appeal because, I mean, shit, if they... If they only turned over 900 pages in discovery for trial and there was, you know, over 7,000 more pages they didn't give you, you'd sure hope there's some Brady material in there. I would be shocked if there wasn't. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm, uh, uh, I'm positive there's, there's Brady stuff in there. They, uh, when I asked Tara Thompson, who represented me, She's looked through some of it, right? They, they they let her look through it, but they wouldn't let her make copies. And and she, they told her, you know, you can't make copies. You can you you can you can take notes, but you can't make copies. And uh, and you can't tell the defendant. You know, you can't tell me what's in there, which is crazy, right? I mean, I'm the defendant. I can't know what's in the discovery material, right? And so she looked through it, you know, and I asked her. You know, I'm like, you know, is there is there stuff in there that you know is that that we're going to be able to use? And she's like, absolutely. And and that was part of some of the motion to get the the records. And I know Tammy has a, a copy of the motion. They kind of mentioned some of the stuff that was in there: failures to identify me, you know, identifications of other suspects, evidence that would have either contradicted or impeached the the testimony of the people that, that that they used to you know at trial i mean i mean all that stuff is brady material you know so right you know it's it's uh well i'll tell you bob after 22 years of no 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 it's uh it's, it's a real nice change of pace you know to finally get you know someone to say Yes, you know. Yeah. You know, listen, it's, it's a little disappointing, though, that, you know, all of my appeals, you know, my direct appeal, my post-conviction, my federal aid, they're all devoid of anything that we're going to find in those 8,000 pages because of the fact that they withheld them in the first place. So that's a little, you know, discouraging. But Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because... I, there, there's a real good chance you could find something in there that could set you free. And at the same time, 
that's if that's the case, that was probably stuff that was in there that could have one kept you out of prison to begin with, and two could have got you released a lot sooner if you had it. Yeah, you're right. You know, and it's uh, it's a you know, it's 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 a real you know sad uh, uh, commentary on the on our our justice system, man. It's just it's broken, you know, and and uh, you know the people that did this, the people that you know withheld it. In, in the very beginning, I mean, they're all retired. They're, you know, sitting at home getting their pensions, man. And it's, you know, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged, man. I, I have, I'll tell you, man, I, I have more hope now, you know, it, for, for the upcoming year uh, than I've had in the last, you know, since, since 1999 when I was arrested. And, I, and I'm, I'm serious. I mean that. Well, that's great. I mean, it sounds incredibly encouraging it's you know you you mentioned the 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 system being broken and as i'm sitting here i'm just sitting here thinking about this and because i I don't think i really grasped the gravity of i I was reading about it that you got these these documents and i guess it hadn't really occurred to me that there's bound to be brady violations in there because you already know they were withheld all they have to do now is prove that they're material but what what kills me is that we have a system that First of all, you have a you have a state's attorney's office that would fight that would fight you from getting the documents from your own case, and two that 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 had to be a fight. Like there was even a I mean the ruling came down the right way, but the, but God, how is there even a question for you not to be able to have the documents the police use to build this case? You know, I, hey, it's you're you're right, and and. Uh... You know, I'll tell you, man. I mean, it's it, it's you know, it's it's unbelievable, man. Just just imagine, you know, you're you're in prison, you're convicted of of a, of, of a crime like this, you've been locked up for you know two decades, and you still don't know what was available to you to defend yourself in the first place. That's not how it's supposed to be, man. It's not how it's supposed to be for me. It isn't. That's not how it's supposed to be for you or or anybody else. Uh, in, in, you know, in, in, in this country, man, that's, that's not what, you know, our, our justice system is supposed to be about, but that's exactly what happened. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible, but I'm glad to hear you have hope, man. I'm super hopeful that that's, uh, I'm sure your attorneys right now are just frothing to getting ready to dig through all of these documents to find, figure out what's in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I'll, one minute left. You know, I, I'll tell you what, man. Lauren Mueller, Lauren Myerskouse Mueller, my, my my newest attorney, and and uh, and Carl Leonard. Man, I'll tell you what, she argued that motion like, boy, I, I was just like, holy, you know, I was just, I was in awe of the way she was in there arguing it, man. And, and she was, you know, she's pregnant, you know, and 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 she was and she was sick, you know, and uh, and I was like, oh my god, you know, I, I felt, I felt so bad for her, right? And I mean, she got down, man. I was like, wow. You know, women really are uh, <laughs> the rulers of the world, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I couldn't have did it, you know? So. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, you know, something that, 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 that uh, they, they did find uh, in those those documents that Tara did find. I mean, there's, there's, um, the main prosecutor on my case was, was working a deal with a federal prosecutor before I'd even been sentenced for one of the jailhouse niches. And there were letters going back and forth. And she knew that this dude had, had testified that he wasn't getting anything in return for his testimony. When really she, she was working a deal behind the scenes, you know, with a federal prosecutor. I mean, those letters are in there. You know, we've got memos in there where, you know, one of the main uh, investigators on the night of the crime was actually looking out the window that that Carlos Luna said he was looking at, you know, looking out on the night of the crime. And the, 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 the investigator was saying, look, this kid couldn't make an identification if he wanted to make one, you know. And uh, he said, because I looked out that window and... Uh, you know, and, and he's like, I couldn't even identify people that were walking around in the parking lot that night. You know, that's just some of the stuff that, that was in there. So, yeah, man, there's some very, very strong uh, Brady material uh, that, that we know is in there. So it's, you know, it's a whole can of worms. Well, I mean, just with those two things, I mean, the the fact that you have a jailhouse informant testifying that he's not getting any compensation for his testimony and you have proof that the prosecutor prior to that was working on this federal deal for him. I mean, that's that, that's already a violation of your constitutional rights. And the fact that they used Carlos Luna to identify you when when th- there's a cop that already said that he knows that's impossible. I mean, it, it's it's terrible. Can you imagine the 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 power, man? I would have had. If, if I would have known about those memos, man, I could have made that, that officer get up on the stand and testify to his observations that night. They didn't, it wasn't a mistake. You know, it wasn't, they didn't just, oh, overlook those, those papers and not turn them over, man. They, they withheld that for a reason. They did it on purpose, you know, and, uh, it's just, it's discouraging sometimes when I when I look at it, man. It, it, it's really discouraging. But then at the other end of the spectrum, you know, I mean, I, I mean, what am I going to do, Bob? I, I I have to just keep on, you know, keep it on, man. I just have to keep on fighting. And and you know, when you're innocent, man, you know that the evidence that's going to prove that you're innocent is out there somewhere. And and I've just been chipping away and chipping away and. And, uh, and it's, it's starting to pay dividends now, man, the, the, the truth is beginning to start to, you know, float to the top, I guess. You know, I, I always tell people when we're looking at these wrongful conviction cases that just look at the behavior of the people that are involved and it'll tell you who's on the right side of it. So it seems to me while you're, you're, you're begging for these documents, is there anything that you're worried about finding in a case file that's going to make you more guilty? Something that's in the case file that's going to make me look guilty? Yeah. Oh, hell no. 
if there was something in there that was going to make me look guilty, they would have used it 22 years ago. <laughs> right. No, sir. Uh-uh. They're not going to withhold nothing like that, Bob. Yeah, and you're trying to do forensic testing, and th- and, th- and that's what I'm saying. So you've, you've got you just saying, give me everything. I want every piece of paper, everything involved with the case. I want you to forensically test everything available. You know, that's if if you're guilty, what you you don't want to see. Now, on the other side of that, you've got the prosecutor's office who's claiming they have some confidence in their conviction, fighting like hell to stop you from seeing the information that they had before the trial. Now, now you tell me who who knows that they're wrong in that scenario. Well, they do. You're right. They they know they're wrong. And I think you're exactly right. This wasn't a this wasn't a mistake. They would have already done the forensic testing. They would have they would have let us do it, right? You know, but because I'm in downstate Illinois in a you know a very conservative county, they're just they're fighting tooth and nail. You know, I hate that they get to use the excuse that they what is it they always say? They always say uh, they have to protect the integrity of the previous convictions and trials, you know, like, like there's some sort of justice warriors by not allowing people to test forensic evidence or to get all their documents that they're the white horse. Somehow they're the white hat because they're the ones that are protecting the integrity of the system. And it's just complete bullshit. You know, I, you're, I think that is bullshit, right? And, but, but I understand where it's coming from. I, I, I get where they're, they're coming with that. Right. But, the administration that was in power when I was convicted, you know, they have multiple cases coming out of that county under those prosecutors that are being scrutinized. I mean, there's five cases. Uh, all five guys ha- have been um, uh, represented by Exoneration Project. Three guys have been exonerated or uh, uh, otherwise, you know, got reversals and remands and, 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 and ended up getting out. And then there's two others left. I mean, I don't know if, if, you know, if you can, if you can protect that sort of integrity, man, I mean, there's a, there's a huge black cloud over the state attorney that prosecutes this. And, and I, I would think that the new prosecutor's office would be like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fight for that. Let's just be transparent and let's see what's going on. But they're, you know, they're not. So, Right. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's par for the course that they're the one, you know, it's the same, I know it's different people, but it's the same office, it's the same system that did it originally. You know, I, I, I want to ask you, every time I've ever spoken with you over these years, you always, you always maintain a, a pretty upbeat attitude about things. How, how do you manage to keep a positive attitude, at least as, as best as you can, given obviously the wrongful conviction, the 22 years in prison, and even what you just mentioned, you know, watching, three other people walk out of prison while you're still there. How do you get by day to day and, and, and keep your chin up? You know, I, I don't think I have a choice. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've either, you know, I, I either have to keep fighting Bob or I have to give up. And, uh, I'm not going to quit fighting. I'm, I'm innocent. I, I didn't do it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stand on that. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to keep on fighting. I, I guess that's the only answer I can give you, man. It's, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm innocent, you know, and, and, uh, and I'm not, I'm, I'm never going to give that up. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what, man, you, you've got the, you've got the best 
listeners, man. I mean, your your Truth and Justice Army man, they're uh, they're awesome, man. So many of them contact me and and wish me well and and uh, you know keep me going and and uh, you know I just want to thank them for for uh, you know being interested in what's going on with me and and uh, you know being a part of uh, you know everything that we're doing, everything that you're doing, and. Uh, you know, I just want to wish them all, uh, you know, a safe and, and, and a happy holidays. And, you know, just tell them, don't, don't give up on me yet, man. There's, there's some miracles on the way, you know, there's, there's some miracles in, 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 uh, in the mix this year. So 2022 may actually be my year, man. Well, buddy, I, I hope that's the case and we'll be pulling for you and we'll, we'll continue to follow your case every step of the way as you work through this. Okay, man. Listen, I appreciate you, Bob, and, and and I appreciate everything that you do for me and everything that you do for uh, all the other guys that are, uh, you know, fighting to get out, man. I, I really do. I appreciate you, man. So, you know, have a safe and, and Merry Christmas, man. You do the same, Jamie. Take care, buddy. All right, Bob. Take care. Truth and Justice is an NBI Studios production and is distributed by Wondery. Produced and edited by Mike Bussing and sound engineered by Shane Yoder. All music for the show is created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. All of our font across all of our logos and banners were created by Tate Krupa of Red Swan Graphic Design. You can find more of Tate's work on Etsy. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website, TruthAndJusticePod.com, where you can view all photos and documents discussed in every episode. And a big thank you to our transcription team, Pamela Westby, Kathy McElhaney, Charlena White, Kay Wood Yomnick, Ginger Fiola, Edith Swanneck, Lindsay Pease, Erica Cantor, and Jen Reese Incandela. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in a number of ways. To financially support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. On the Patreon page, you can pledge as little as $3 a month, and we also have reward levels. For just $5 a month, you get access to ad-free versions of all of our episodes and behind-the-scenes videos of the creation of our Friday follow-up episodes that always include 10 to 30 minutes of pre-show bonus chat. Other reward levels include t-shirts, hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. To become a patron, just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You can also help us out by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. Lastly, you can always support us by supporting the companies that sponsor this program. If you have a new case that you'd like us to consider for future seasons, you can submit your cases on our website, truthandjusticepod.com. Just click on the case submission button and fill out the form. And the most important thing that you can do is to engage in our investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page. For all of you tweeters, you can connect with us on Twitter at TruthJusticePod. And I personally can be found on social media at Bob Ruff Truth, and Mike can be found at Merb Gaming. M-U-R-R-B-G-A-M-I-N-G. Don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on our cases. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. 
I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. The Ford Ranger, a vehicle for all terrains and every passion. It's a workmate, a playmate, and to its drivers, a soulmate. So how do you improve the Ford Ranger? You go all in. The all-new Ford Ranger, the UK's best-selling pickup. Now available with rear bumper steps, tailgate workbench, and enlarged load box that can fit a Euro pallet. Go break it in. Search all-new Ford Ranger. Ford Pro, driving productivity. According to SMMT data, features may be optional extras with additional cost.